Keanu Reeves is going to have his own comic book. I'm like really excited. I love Keanu Reeves so much. He's the best. Ugh. I I gotta say, like, he played such a convincing asshole in uh, that Ali Wong movie, Always Be My Maybe. Oh, he's the best he, part of that movie. I mean, Ali Wong holding it down, but his cameo with her, magic. No, that movie is great. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a great movie. My parents loved it. So did mine. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> they loved it. Yeah, and he played an asshole in that movie, but you just know he's got a heart of gold in real life, which makes me so happy. I know he's a good. He's a good one. And I still and I stand by this. I think John Wick is one of the best written movies, Ooh. like top ten, maybe Honestly, top five. For I respect me. it. I do. Because I don't like action movies, usually. Not that I don't hate, like, love them. I just, or I don't hate them. It's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't gravitate towards those movies. And uh, I saw John Wick, like, a year, like, I saw it recently. I saw all three of them. And I was like, this is so fucking good. It's written so well. It's hilarious. It's a very, like, simple story, but it's so... It's written so well, and the characters are so good that you're just along for the ride. So and good. Just so I can't wait good to see it. him in the new Matrix movie and buy his comics. Um, I'm pretty sure my comic book from Dylan Sprouse will be coming in the mail soon. So, Didn't you order that, like, five years <laughs> I, ago? I, I <laughs> like, did, like, a so good fangirl. <laughs> just been waiting <laughs> obediently. So, um, the moral of the story is, if you're a hot, kind male actor or female actor that writes a comic book, I will buy it. You will have my money. I gotta get into comic books. I, um... Or graphic novels. The one that I really liked was, like, Watchmen. I've read that a couple times. That's, like, the quintessential one. So if you like that, you'll like most. Um, yeah, I gotta get into I it. would say it's a lot like screenwriting in some ways because the dialogue does need to be short like you can't go on and on and on because you have a panel where you actually need to see the pictures for the most part that would be rough for me i love rambling god i can ramble in a script i, I mean i love to i love talking oh no it wouldn't be that bad <laughs> i mean you can go really deep into the psyche of like a comic book character once you um they have like these little boxes where it's kind of like their internal voice so that's where you can really go in. Anyway, this is Young Willing Eager, and I'm Zoe Mann. And I'm Victoria Delacorcha. Let's do it! All right. So this time, Victoria over there is going to do the improv generator. And for those of you who might not listen to our other ones, we are going to come up with a television show idea just right now. We're going to improv it right now using some online generators. All right, here comes the first one the line is officer i had no idea that was in my back seat and the emotion is cruel (laughs) okay well yeah that makes sense that's policeman uh genre oh 
crime detective. Wow. That's a little on the nosy, but I like it. Um, I'm a huge detective, book, movie, TV show freak. So, uh, hmm, what's in my what's gonna be in this person's backseat? Ooh, illegal animals. You know, like you know, there's not always you know, there's some animals that some states are like hell no. Like, did you know weasels? They're like illegal in some states. <laughs> I don't get why they seem like they'd be decent pets. Yeah, I don't know. There's but what if it's like weasels in the backseat? <laughs> <laughs> or like um. Okay, I have something weird here. A crocodile. Oh wait. A crocodile's terrifying to drive around with. <laughs> but um, I was wondering like, what if Furbies were real? Ooh. Or what about, like, like it's like stuffed animals that come to life, but, you know, like webkin, like it's something like an online community where you can, you know, it's like a webkins, but then they actually become real. And so this guy has, or girl, or, you know, person just has um, these animals in the backseat of the car. And maybe this is like the first scene of the show where it like, it's like we're doing like a flash forward, so he's like rushing down the freeway and you know going like hundred miles per hour, and there's all these animals in the backseat, and he's like, ah! and then there's sirens, and he's like, oh shit! So it's kind of like like if Ted was a horror movie. <laughs> yes, this is a detective. So he, he should be. <laughs> okay, um, I guess we have to create. Yeah, how a detective about we start with now. like a, a detective person? Yes. Um, a detective, Susie Mullings. Okay, Susie Mullings. She's uh, she is a <laughs> child. I wanted to be like, <laughs> she's she's seven years old. That makes it funnier because she has the stuffed animals. She knows the world, and she's like, you don't see her face <laughs> driving. And maybe the animal, the animals are controlling the. Uh, I would love if she was like way too grown for her age, not in like a weird way, but just like occasionally like smokes a cigarette and like gets back to detective work. She just like throws it on the ground. Yeah, she's like, let's get down to business. Really scratchy <laughs> voice, underage smoking, I presume. Yes, this is a PSA. Please do not smoke. Uh, cigarettes if you can avoid it uh we'll see if you're seven thank you so um she finds out that her oh what if it was like the magical world of like let's say it's webkins even though we'll obviously not be allowed to use that name was just like a front for like peddling drugs and the stuffed animals so she's peddling drugs no she, she busts it oh oh yeah duh. oh okay well, maybe she, like, gets one of these stuffed animals for Christmas or her birthday, and she finds that there's, like, just a shit ton of cocaine <laughs> and stuff. Because she's kind of fucked up, so she's like, I'm going to open this son of a bitch, you know? Anatomy. Yeah. And she opens it up, and she's like, oh, what? She knows what it is. This is Susie Mullings. She knows it's coke. So she's like, oh, shit. So then, you know, like, that stuffed animal accidentally got into her hands from you know, the peddling, the drug peddling group. So, yeah. So, you know, like, gotta the out. person who's saying the line, like, oh, I, I don't know why that's in my backseat. It's like the officer doesn't even, like, know that there's cocaine in them yet. They're just like, why do you have, like, so many freaking webkins in your backseat? 
I, I love the idea of like a tough talking seven year old who finds out her yeah. favorite stuffed animals are full of drugs and like decides to dismantle it. Yeah, and she's like, um, you know, like Nancy Drew, but edgy Nancy Drew. Yeah, yeah. At seven, what grade are you in? Mm, like sixth, seventh grade? Wait, what? Wait. No! <laughs> no! She skips like a couple She's grades, super maybe. Smart. No. Uh... <laughs> that would actually be really fun if she was like so smart that she skipped a bunch of grades, but like. Middle school's awful, so that's also a source of drama for her. She's like, oh, I just want to, like, fight crime. But then also secretly, she's like, man, I wish someone would ask me to the dance. <laughs> Susie Mullings wouldn't give a shit who she goes to the dance with. You know, she's going to go by. She's going to, you know, she's going to bring. She's going to no, go she's gonna be like a 40-year-old man. Like, you know. She's like, here <laughs> That's fucked up. PSA, please do not go out with a seven-year-old if you're a forty-year-old man. Please, thank you. We don't support that here. <laughs> but you know, she she would be badass. She wouldn't give a shit. This is Susie fucking oh Mullings. Sorry, it's Susie fucking Mullings. I feel like she needs like some kind of foil though. Like if she's just too cool, and too smart, like we've got an invincible oh. character. Like she should, she should have one she, weak point where she's like kind of insecure. When when she right when she's confused about the crime, she wets her bed. Okay, but how would people know? Or maybe she just wets her pants. So that's how people know. <laughs> she's just a chronic. Hell pants yeah, Susie Mullings. That's the theme song. Fuck yeah. Um, okay. Wait. Okay. So bad guy. Why why are the bad guys putting um, drugs and stuffed animals? It's easy to get across state lines. Like, no one suspects. I would love if it actually was, like, it used to be, like, a really hot toy, like Beanie Babies and Whipkins was, Mm -hmm. but now it's, like, a fad, so they, like, know, like, no one's gonna, like, want to, like, inspect it, or, like, it's not a very, like, collectible item, so, like, people in Spikini are like, oh, a box of Webkins, fuck that, get that out of my face. And it just, like, goes under the radar so easily. Oh, that makes me so sad, just knowing Toy Story 4, that movie, Aww. you know? But they're not alive in this version, so their feelings aren't as hurt. Uh, when I was a kid, I thought my stuffed animals were all alive. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I used to have birthday parties for them, and I used to write them, like, I scheduled all their birthdays, and, like, each time they would, a- I would have a birthday party. Such a young producer. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, on the 10th, that's Yankee Bear's birthday, but on the 12th, that's Pinky Bear's birthday. And I'm like, but they're fighting right now, so they're not going to have a combined birthday. I'm not kidding. This was right. a problem. No, I know you're not, because I vividly remember doing very similar things. Minus the scheduling, but the God, drama, I love a schedule. Yeah. The relationship drama. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hope they're all doing okay wherever they are. Um, I donated them, so they're in the hands of a, another person. I'm waiting for my sister to have children, and then they can have all of them. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So anyway, Susie Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, who's the bad guy? So like a specific drug lord. Um, let's let's have Canada be the bad guys. Let's say Canada. Canada is actually really mixed up in fentanyl drug trafficking, so it would so, check out. Because I feel like a lot of like drug smuggling shows or ideas like this, it's always Mexico or South America. Like, let's get yeah. Canada in the mix. Well, we all know that representation for the Latinx community is pretty crap in the media right now. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Can- Canadians are always portrayed to be, you know, either just funny stoner guys or just really nice people who say sorry a lot. No, no, no. They're the evil guys now. All right. I like it. So they're, like, smuggling a bunch of weapons into Canada. Mm-hmm. And, like... I guess this one guy, we can name him Timothy O'Flatigan, but he's Canadian, (laughs) not Irish. (laughs) I had an idea for perhaps Timothy's son. Like, what Mm. if, what if he had like a seven or eight year old son or daughter? Doesn't matter. And like... Um, what's our main girl's name again? Annie? Susie Mullings. (laughs) Susie. Susie actually becomes, like, internet friends with the crime boss's kid. And they they don't realize it at first, but then once they, like, actually get to talking and they're, like, chatting on, like, the Webkin's chat rooms and then they're, like, (laughs) putting together, like, what's going on. I think that this, uh, Timothy's, uh child should be totally clueless like he's already fallen head over heels for Susie online but Susie knows like because she's a badass she knows that he's the the child of a um of a drug lord and that that's attached to the drugs that she found in her own stuffed animal so she's using it um, like she's doing it on purpose oh so she's like kind of manipulating it in a way mm-hmm. but does she go too far she falls oh. in love Oh yeah, she's seven. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I can't get attached. And then she's just like, she finds out he like has like a Tumblr with poetry he's written on it. And she's like, damn it! I love that. Like she's like doing a deeper dive, and she's like, fuck, he likes poetry. Fuck, he likes horses. Ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> and it's like kind of like a like a forbidden romance because, well, so does evil Timothy. The crime boss find out that a seven-year-old is trying to team up with the FBI or something, take him down? Yeah, I think eventually. And I think, like, at first she goes to the FBI, but they don't believe her. Like, they think the drugs came from, like, an older kid in the neighborhood or something. They just don't care of, like, what this seven-year-old has to say. Like, go. Oh. Like, Susie Mullings always got herself into trouble anyway, because she's always getting her meddling and stuff that, you Too know. busy buying cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, like Nancy Drew, she's always, like, getting in trouble for trying to help the police, you know? And the police are like, get away, kid. This is our job, you know? Even though she's actually getting shit done, because she's Susie Mullings. She's a fucking badass. So she's like, I got to take this in my own hands. So she, like, hitchhikes to Canada. She finds her way up there, and she she's because she wants to meet she the, the hit, child I'm sorry. in person. This seven year old hitchhikes to Canada. Hell yeah! 
What a boss. What a boss. And she gets there and she, cause she tells the child of the, of Timothy, like, I'm going to meet up with you. Like, let's meet at the, um, you know, at, at, at a freaking um, uh, uh, Tim Hortons. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> actually. Yeah. Let's, let's go, let's go to a Tim Hortons and uh, share some hot cocoa. Yeah. What the fuck? Some maple syrup. In a, in a glass and let's talk let's talk this out and so and she's able to infiltrate from inside in canada and and back in the in the states her parents are looking for her and there's like this big manhunt for her in the states then when timothy finds out what Susie mullings is doing there's a big manhunt in canada for her, which is how we get to this first scene where she's racing in a car full of stuffed animals filled with drugs on the freeway so she needs a reason to go to Canada because, like, I don't think she's going there and like plans to murder this kid's father in cold blood. Oh no! Oh, it's not murder. I think she goes there under the guise that she's meeting this pen pal, and uh, she just wants to get him arrested. Like yeah, that. like I think she would be fed up with American authorities, and then her goal oh, yeah. is to get Canadian authorities to listen. So uh, we should name her her pen pal, Bud. Yeah. Bud? Buddy. Oh, I just said Bud, but I like it. Buddy O'Flanagan. Buddy O'Flanagan. <laughs> Buddy and Timothy. Timothy. And, uh, we got Susie. Uh, how, who are her parents? You know, like, how did they create this child? I feel like it's, they're like the Home Alone parents or something. Just really don't know what's going on. They have no idea. They're really clueless. All they know is like, oh shit, our daughter's not at home. We should do something. Right. They're they're not like negligent to the point where they don't care, but they definitely uh, let a lot go. They're clueless, for sure. I feel like she's definitely a loner, you know, doesn't care what the kids at school think of her, but when she's like facing like American authority... Right, and they're like, "Oh, we don't believe you." Is she like, "Let me present you with the cold hard facts," or is she kind of like the gal who's like, "I'll fight you right now," like she kind of lets her like emotions get the better of her. I mean, she's seven, so I would say emotions, but I think she is very analytical. She's very smart. She's like, you know, well, according to blah 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 blah, like you're wrong, and then it's like all badass because she's like yelling it in this guy's face, who's like this sixty-year-old, you know police chief <laughs> and, she, and he's like ah, she's right but I would love if maybe after like losing an argument with like the police chief or something she like kind of starts like an online conspiracy theory about it and like it actually like reaches Canada and gets them like a little shook so they start trying to like move like massive haul from um, America and that's when like they, the officer sees what's going on in the backseat. Oh, that's when she knows that she has to get them out of Canada? No, more like, um, she's like, like, I think there needs to be some sort of incident that happens that, like, alerts the bad guys that she's not just some precocious seven-year-old who they accidentally got, like, a wrong shipment to. Oh, yeah. I was imagining that she was in the car in Canada, so she 
Timothy finds out what, what she is and what she plans to do. So she takes as many of the drug-stuffed animals as she can, steals his car, and just drives because she wants to give the Canadian officials proof of the drugs. But like you were saying, then it's the Canadian officials pull her over and be like, oh, we know you from that viral video that the American officials uh, have been that's been going viral. It's like, okay, we'll give you a listen. Because I feel like Canadians do listen more. They're going to listen to her. At least give her a chance to talk. Works for me. So, uh, do we think of a name for this spunky little show? Let's see how much time we have left on the clock. Well, unfortunately, I never said it. <laughs> well, I was doing it in my head, and we have one more minute. Okay. Uh, Let's I would say... Um, uh, bad at... No. Uh, Susie. <laughs> Susie Mullings. Badass. Susan Mullings, the adventure, the, um, get stuffed. <laughs> Stuff it, maybe. Um, maybe something that sounds a little less sexual. Yeah. Being that our protagonist is a kid. Good point. Good point. Again, we do not promote that on this podcast. <laughs> Although, technically, it is an adult show, which I love having like True. a seven-year-old at the front of the You just call it like The Adventures of Susie Mullings and then colon um, Canadian mis- Misadventures in Canada uh, st- uh, <laughs> um, um, Maybe like Susie Mullins IRL Drug Bus or just like Susie Mullings, Canadian drug bust. <laughs> I don't know. It's too long. <laughs> how, wait, how Susie, how Susie Mullings took over a Canadian drug ring. <laughs> That's the title. That really long, ridiculous title. Kid, like, kid FBI. She's not really FBI, though. She's kind of doing the FBI's job. Doing what the agent Junior agent Susie Mullins. I like that. It could be like a, like a you know like each episode is a new case and it's just like a little sitcom. Yeah, like along the way to Canada, she finds things to solve. Oh yeah, that like that's like the overarching mystery. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like it. All right. Junior agent, Susie Mullins. Love it. All right. Well, I wonder <laughs> like, if we're going to get a lawsuit from Webkins like, slapped on us. Like, cease and desist. Are they even a company anymore? That just made me so sad if they're not. I showed you the video, like, what Webkins character would commit arson. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> And it was the doctor. What was his name? Doctor Clack. <laughs> like, look at his. It was like this TikTok. The guy was like, "Look at his soulless eyes. You know he's committed arson and has not felt guilty about it." <laughs> I remember my my Webkin's name was uh, Crypto. Like after Superman's Aww. pet. What it animal was, was it? Uh, 
orange and white cat. I know exactly which one. Didn't have like the long hair, kind of that would like yes. stick out from it. Yeah, I had a lot. I had like a lot of web kids. I don't remember exactly. I think it was at least almost ten. Oh my god, dude. I know. Me and my friends were obsessed. I remember. I, re- I remember this vividly. When the Google came out, is that what that weird animal was? I'm just thinking of the website when you're like, yeah, when Google was invented, I was like, bitch, what? Aren't we the same age as Google? I'm a little older, perhaps? I was born in 1995. I think it came out in 96. 1998. Oh, ah, no. Dang. Perspective. Perspective. I love you as much as my webkin. Alright, so we're back. We have more log lines from the incredible work that our black writers and our cohort at LMU are making. And yeah, we have two more for you guys, so I'll get started. Our first one is from Chris Espinal, and he gave us a feature film log line, and it's called The Distance Between Us. When Jasmine Cora, an American-born Mexican teenager, and her mother, Alejandra, are both put in separate detention centers after being captured by ICE, Jasmine must find a way to prove her citizenship in hopes of having a chance to free her mother. I mean, damn, I mean, this is so timely right now. Needs to be written. These stories need to be told. Um, This is still a problem that I feel like, you know, because we have so much so much other shit that's going on in the news right now. It's something that's being buried, but that doesn't mean that it's not a problem. And I think this is a really important story for Chris to tell because he is Afro-Latino. So I think that he's put in the research. And I mean, I remember when he showed me an outline for this. It was such a, it was such a mother-daughter story at its heart but it was surrounded by these heartbreaking circumstances. Yeah, and great title, by the way, Distance Between Us. And yeah, Chris, I'm really excited to read this. I'm going to be reading a log line submitted by Kennedy Lurie. It's a feature called Roundtable. Pushing her 40s, Cameron is tired of the games and the fear of her past continues to haunt her present. Roundtable is upon us. What will this year's secrets be? Now it's time for Cameron to either run from her past or face it once and for all. Whoa. First of all, so many questions. What is Roundtable? I want to know. It's so exciting. It's such like um. I see it. Very Hunger Games. Yeah, it's like a cooking competition show where they're like throwing knives at <laughs> well, you. Actually, that's how that's I picture a it. Cool idea. But anyway, yeah, I I. What a great log line! Like to just it makes me want to want more. Like round table, like round table's upon us. It's like some sort of um, scary, looming, ominous. yeah, ominous event. Um, what would this year's secrets be? And like you know, the whole thing, face it once and for all. I mean, yeah, I want to know. It sounds like there's going to be a show. Yeah, now. I want to know what what's Cameron running from? Yeah, Kennedy. Uh, I can't wait to read this too. And so thank you, Kennedy and Chris. Thank you, guys. We love you. Keep creating. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bye.